February 15, 2023. It's the Wofford Pedro Show.
business. Sunlight rain, rain, bitten all the east and west. When night applies the break into the whole place crack. They let the daylight out and images to be the fact. They're in the break the door to all the time of crack. Show. Happy Wednesday started off with two bass hit live John Coltrane with Miles Davis. After that, we had Richard L. Devoidoids doing Crack of Dawn. Is this from that uh, redone uh, Destiny Street Richard put out? No, these were like the demos um, for Destiny Street, and I don't think the song ever made it there. I'm pretty sure. Uh, yeah. But That's you know, what that is. you know what he redid? Have you heard the new thing? It's got like three. Three different mixes. Uh, it's been a while since I've heard it. Yeah, he put it out like, a, I don't know, a couple of years ago or something, right? Right, uh, right. More, longer. But there was like, a, you know, the original Baby and then one in 2009 off some cassettes. And then he found Masters and got to remix off of that. And he brought in uh, like Bill Frizzell and Mark Rimbaud. Yeah, I remember that. And I actually I played bass. I redid the bass on a couple of those tracks, and, and I actually mixed those, which was really, really okay. which was really difficult, man, because some of that stuff was in really bad shape. And I like to say it was it was like mixing music on a you know shard of glass or something on the edge of a piece of glass. That's, that's what it sounded like. <laughs> so you did the bass. What kind of bass did you? He used to. He was in the picture on the cover. He's got like a Fender Mustang bass. Uh-huh. I, I used, uh, <laughs> well, I didn't know I was going to play bass on it. Then he asked me, can you redo the bass on this song? And I said, okay. So I had something lying around at my house. I think it was an ESP oh, that, yeah. I had, that I had to hold together with a clamp in order to keep it from falling apart. <laughs> <laughs> what, what tune was it? Oh, God. Uh, I, you're, you're, I really can't remember. Okay, I, have okay. to, I really can't remember. Um it wasn't Crack of Dawn, I know that. Okay. <laughs> you know, uh, <clears throat> it might have been Ignore That Door. Ignore That Door, okay. Kind of fast song. Yeah. I, I first heard that on the R.I.P. cassette. 
You know something fun, uh, strange, Mike? What's that? Um, we, um, you played, of course, for, for Ig- with Iggy, right? Uh, Stooges? Yeah. 125 months. Yeah, okay. So when they're auditioning people for that bass slot, when they needed a bass player, someone, I think Ivan Crawl called me up and said, oh, you know, she come down and audition for this. you know. And I thought, you know, I'm not really a bass player, man. So he actually lent me a bass to practice on. And then when I showed up there, like every great bass player in New York was in the room. <laughs> wow. Well, did, I think I haven't played with him maybe late yeah. 80s or something. Yeah, it was late 80s. Yeah, something like that. Mid 80s, something like that. Yeah. Or mid 80s. Yeah. And then he wrote yeah. a book. I think he got bummed on the book. Oh, yeah. Well, I think. <laughs> you can't write a book without pissing people off. That's I, cool. I heard that's what happened with the Kraftwerk guys. Like one of the percussion dudes wrote a book and the other two the two main guys were like no <laughs> <laughs> no yeah you know <laughs> okay so look you were last on the show 15 uh, months ago wow and, really yeah and it, you're still shoving the same work right but i i got to you sent me a whole bunch of stuff so i'm, I'm playing stuff we didn't play on your last appearance yeah well the last time i was here it wasn't really it was signed in um in france and 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 which means it wasn't really signed. I mean, I think they pressed up 200 copies or something. And um, they were having problems with, you know, COVID and blah, blah, blah. And I finally said, look, guys, let me just take this to the States and get it out of your hands. And, you know, I'll try to find somebody to put it out. And luckily, I, um, Prava, I came across Prava Records. So now it's actually released in the States. Chicago label, right? Yeah, yeah, they're great. They're yeah. great. So far, they've been really good. They've been around a while, I think. I think their logo is, um, you know, um, independent since 1983 or something like that. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's great. So uh, you gave me this. um, Here's a tune we didn't play last time because I didn't have it. A Young Man's Money. Is this on the record? That's off of my last record, The Naked Flame. Okay, that's right. That's right. You gave me some tunes off of that, too. Okay. Okay, let's listen to that.
Thank you for coming. The problem is... Words no longer attach to things. Pointy lobes. That's oak. That's maple. Each hangs there. But not in a platonic way. near the stream bed moth wings open and close pink creekside flower scenic trailways Franklin Delano Roosevelt of course I am a tremendous enthusiast as high as a house, buildings as memory script, rows of brick worker housing, repurpose the ore pit, iron is not naturally found in its pure form, witches pyre of stricken birch, cut for charcoal, to fire the furnace. One hundred men flay rock. Underground caverns shiver. Sensations ride up my fingers, into my neck, like the train coming.
Last night my baby said to me You is dead, you is dead Six feet in the ground You is dead, you is dead You be always walking solo You is dead, you is dead I don't recognize your clothes You is dead, you is dead Now I can't feel no air around me I don't know what I know Only blackness lives before me You is dead, you is dead She screamed it to the four winds You is dead, you is dead Called my name on the floor Sent her dogs to greet me. You is dead, you is dead. One said that you don't live no more. You is dead, She had horror on her face. Lightning sprang from her eyes. She been acting kinda crazy. This should come as no surprise. You is dead, you is dead. Ain't no prayers gonna save me. Doctor's gonna come You is dead, you is dead Her gates are closed forever You is dead, you is dead And her monster beats its drum You is dead, you is dead And she did not need a knife And she did not need a gun She just cast her gaze right through me When it was done, it was done You is dead, you is dead You is dead, you is dead Watch for Pedro Show, start off the chunk That chunk of music, Ivan Julian doing Young Man's Money And then Phil Maggi, brand new The Hidden Pole Out of Belgium, Agridolce Agro, get it? A little pun rock. <laughs> Take the K out, you got some pun rock. <laughs> Taconic Gate. Then uh, Ubos, brand new, The Origin of My Depression. Uh, Soons, they were on the show a couple editions ago. They're, they're on tour. So go see them, people. Montreal band. Clarity is the tune. Universe after that from Mark. Out of uh, Japan. Cryptophaser. Uh, D-O-T-M-F-G. Maybe that's an acronym. Maybe it ain't. Uh, vast Tight String Conspiracy. <laughs> Gospel Truth. Uh, North Carolina. Alan Ravenstein. Perubu uh, Sith Man. Uh, Sunday Night on the Moon. Death Tape Super Bass. Chicago. Self Checkout. That sounds like uh, yeah, a couple of different things. Uh, angry Silence after that. Time to get real. And finally, you is dead. Ivan Julian. So for the people who might have missed 15 uh, months ago... Tell them about this new record. Well, you know, it's um, it's kind of a, it's just my take on life at this point in time. You know, it's like some songs, um, something old, something new, something borrowed, something blue. Um, you know, it's, um, there's, I, I, I like it because um, it features me on acoustic guitar, which doesn't happen very often in, in um, on my records or you know at, at all actually. So it's it's that and, and piano and there's a bunch of people that helped me make this record come to life. And it was uh, done over a period of time too. It's not one batch, right? Well, um, I um, started it right before the pandemic hit, and then that of course put a you know gl- glitch in things, and um, then I finished it 
pretty, uh, a lot by myself and called people into the studio one by one, um, you know, during that whole time. And so, yeah, I mean, but yeah, it, it, it took a while to actually record and, and, you know, get all up to snuff. And, um, and I, this is a record where I actually didn't master it myself because <laughs> I wanted to find someone that knew what they were doing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, what about the studio? And, Did you use the one that I, uh, by Max Fish that I recorded at? Oh uh, no, no, no! I'm in another location now. I'm, okay. I'm in, out. I'm out in Brooklyn at um, my own place called Super Giraffe Sound. Okay. You know, and it's a, and you know it's a nice um, uh, Sony board and a, a nice um, uh, two uh, two inch tape machine, and we have Pro Tools, of course, and all that. We also have James Brown's um, reverb plate. Whoa! Yeah, you know, the you one he that? recorded. I flew, I, I flew down to North Carolina to get the board, and they, the guys at the studio were selling that, too. It's the one he used on um, – it's not his, but the studio that, that he recorded at. And they, he used on Papa's Got a Brand New Bag. You know, like, yeah, like sure. This. Nothing sounds like a real plate, man. I'm telling Bernard, you. It's like, I know the, Bernard Odom on bass, I think, maybe. Yeah, 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 yeah. Great, great yeah, bass, But, man. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah, I mean, but there's like, you know, there's nothing like a real plate. It sounds amazing. Yeah, plates are trip. We should tell the listeners. It's actually running, you know how a reverb people is like going through a spring. Well, this is literally going through like a piece of stainless steel. Yeah, about the size of a queen-size bed turned on its side. Yeah, you know, and kind of in a metal frame, holding it all tight. And they got yeah, some contact yeah. mics on there. and Yeah, Yeah, this one is tube, actually, and not, not a um, transistor. It's a tube um, reverb as well. Old-timey. Yeah. Old-timey. Old-timey. I mean, everybody else is racing ahead. I'm racing backwards. <laughs> and so you put this in your pad in brooklyn okay and you know luckily we we have room for it yeah you know that's the thing a lot of people want them but there's there's no place to put it because it has to be isolated from the control room because you can go next to it and talk into it and it'll pick up the sound yeah it'll pick it up now you said you flew down you must have drove it back well that's how i ended up at the studio because um (laughs) i i had I, i had an idea how big the plate was. I had no idea how big the board was. Okay. So, <laughs> so the the plan was to fly down and rent a U-Haul yeah. and then drive it drive it back. Okay. okay? So, um, uh, you know, so then on the way back, I'm realizing I have nowhere to put this. <laughs> you know, I mean, Dilemma. yeah, yeah, you know, um, so I have nowhere to put it. So I started frantically started calling all my friends, going, "Hey, I'm in a U-Haul. You know, I'm on the North Carolina Virginia border, and um, blah blah blah." I and I finally, yeah, exactly. So I finally found um, a friend, um, a, a place where I shot a video before um, in Brooklyn. And he says, yeah, bring it in. No problem. You can keep it here for a couple of weeks. So then it, that's what that's where it was until he came up to me and said, well, where's it going next? I, go, I have no idea. Once again, you know, that's how I was at the time. I was kind of recovering from some things and all, all kinds of medication, it was like, whatever. So yeah. he said, you know, keep it here. I get to use it whenever I want. And that's how the studio came came to be into being super giraffe sound. Beautiful, beautiful. We're at the end of the first hour, February 15, 2023. And just what Peter's your special guest, Ivan Julian, hold tight for hour two. February 15th, 2023. It's the second hour of the Watt for Pedro show.
for Pedro's show. Start off the second hour. Ivan Julian doing Hardwired. Anti Strawberry. This uh, Brian Day's project with Jella. Alex Klein, Flower Garland Orchestra. This is uh, Nels Klein's twin brother, the drummer man. Ten million symbols. That's why the drum set never leaves the pad, people. The old mendicant. Wow. <laughs> yeah, right. I remember uh, this uh, the guy, the, the black I'm, page. Uh, he had his wife. He had a new wave band. Mr. Per- uh, T- Terry Bozio. Yeah, he, he incredible cat. And he had like 70 symbols. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you know what, Mike? What's that? I never heard a woman ask for more symbols. <laughs> All I got to say. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ray shit after that Higgins boat day, Mark. Yeah, they, they do ask for more bass. So, so. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> more kick. <laughs> Outsets, everything or nothing. Outsets was a band you had a while ago, right? That was right after the Voidoids. Um, I right think you opened up. Did you open up for Richard at the Whiskey? Yes. Okay, and, you, and then you played with him after, right? Yeah, none of the promoters were very happy about that. <laughs> you know, they're playing. They're paying for for two bands and they're getting one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was, you know, that was the first time I got to see uh, uh, in, in SoCal. I guess there was a gig early on at the Starwood. Uh, you guys did. Mm. Remember that we, we didn't get to California very often, Richard and I. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what I know, I saw you guys in West Germany. Well, maybe you weren't with them. Were you in the, with them in West Germany? No, no, that was a different band he had. That's yeah. right. Okay, I remember he, he he did that in Italy, I think, and a couple other places. Yeah, and I was so nervous, I, I couldn't even watch the thing. I couldn't talk to him. It took me a couple of years to be brave enough to talk with him. Uh, yeah, he's 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 a nice guy. Oh yeah, he is. But Ooh. I was just you know, I don't know what you call it. Uh, starstruck scared whatever the fuck and yeah he's very very uh, kind to talk to very very easygoing cat all you can you know they told me i got to record with bob klein you know uh vision of johanna freeze out with lee ronaldo Re- lee asked me with walter uh tear wharton tears wharton tears and uh they said man bob klein's gonna eat your head off he's the meanest guy in the world and he was so nice to me <laughs> Yeah, he had he, he was a total dichotomy because he he could be both. <laughs> the, the Peru singer was like that too. He's going to tear you up. Terrible. Yeah, man. yeah. yeah. I mean, he he just kind of doesn't. He, he didn't, you know, take fools lightly. So I mean, if you're just you know uh, cool with him, I mean, he, he's the same same back. And if I mean, and you're not wasting his time or whatever. But yeah, yeah. But he definitely could. Um, you know, Klein. What's the one when we were getting gobbed on? In England, which none of us liked, you know, I mean, and it was an American thing with us. It was like kind of, you know, the, the last straw. You just don't do that, you know. And Klein was the one someone gobbed on his guitar and he took his guitar off calmly, went out into the audience and smashed the guy across the head with his guitar. Oh, man. I mean, if you guys, I mean, the, the, you know, Klein, his appearance was that of like a, um, a, a truant officer or something. You wouldn't think he was in a rock and roll band, you know. And then this guy, he comes up to this guy and goes, whack! <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, so, so it goes. You know, he, uh, he was giving me this little spiel about, like, yeah, these bass players like tube amps. I think transistor amps are better. And I said, because that's what was there at Wharton's pad. So I said, sure, no problem. You know, I, I don't know. Yeah, I think, like, reading, uh, you know, Charles Bukowski's Women. And, like, he don't want you to come up to him and start reading your poetry to him, you know? So yeah. maybe that, yeah, like the, like he never wants to meet William S. Burroughs, you know? Or so. so maybe it was something like that, if, you, if you're cool to him. 
and just gave yeah. you space. Is is Bukowski's is Red Store still there off of Hollywood Boulevard? Red, you know, Red, his friend that that's an old story that you see, and he had a bookshop. That's right. That's right. Well, his last fourteen years are here in Pedro. Oh, really? He, huh. In fact, he's in the boneyard where D Boone is. Yeah, they planted him there. He 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 moved here. So up there, that stuff in the stories. That's when he worked at the post office, right? And his buddies. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that bookstore is there anymore. I got a signed copy of um, Hot Water Music. Oh you know? wow. Yeah, yeah I'm, a, I'm a huge Bukowski fan, yeah. but his, his short stories, I love them, and his novels, too. Yeah, he was really nice to me. There's an interview I did with his wife, Linda. Well, Linda's from Philadelphia. She told me she smoked a lenial with Jimmy when she was a teenager. Wow. <laughs> and Charles Bukowski met her here in Redondo Beach at a health, she was a waitress at a health uh, food restaurant. And anyway, uh, she told me he got into... Uh, meditation at the end there because the leukemia was killing him and it just made him so afraid that the meditation got him to be calm huh it's just hard me to imagine henry i mean chanaski you know doing dm you know but hey he was very nice every time i got to talk with him he was very kind to me oh cool he said you know writing is for pretending and when i told his wife linda that she said he said that i said i shit thee not here you gave me uh Suck my heart out with a straw. <laughs> this this uh, Fauntleroy. <laughs> what a name for a man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs>
powdered wigs and blue suits i thought why not whatever but we never got around to that you know but yeah you guys so some, gonna wear powder we, wigs and blue suits yeah and blue fauntleroy suits that was the kind of thing you know we, we oh figured, yeah you like know. blue boy and pinky right those famous yeah. paintings yeah yeah exactly exactly yeah so i mean we never we never got that far but we did you know make an ep on Plyboy records and suck my heart out with a straw is one of the song i contributed one of the songs i contributed to the record Oh, okay. You hear that, people? Because the first song in that chunk of music was Fauntleroy's with Suck My Heart Out with a Straw. That was a project Ivan was part of. It wasn't his dream child, but he ate it and abetted. Then we had Jack yeah. Wright and Ben Bennett after that with Dream of Spilling Beaks. Jack uh, Wright, incredible uh, free, what do you call it, free music? Yeah. In fact, he wrote a book called The Free Music, and uh, it's an incre incredible read. It's about 
jumping from the pole, you know, being free and wow. improvising. Matthew Sweet after this, someone to pull the trigger. Now, you know, you, yourself, Bob Quine, uh, even Dick Lloyd right out of television, you guys became these guns for hires for these kind of pop songs, right? Well, that's where Matthew's really smart, you know, because Matthew writes these glistening, pristine, pretty pop songs and has an amazing voice. And then he hires, you know, we hire Quine and, and Lloyd and myself to poo-poo all over everything. <laughs> And, you know, and that's how that's his sound, basically. You know, that, that was his sound then anyway. Yeah, yeah. He, he must be a fan of that, though. He just writes the way he does. I met him. He seemed pretty genuine cat. He's a very genuine cat. I mean, I, and I'm and, and I'm a, a a fan of any great any great song and songwriter. He writes great songs, you know, I mean, you know, there's a place for the world in pop. Definitely. I mean, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, For example, Roger Hammerstein, My Favorite Things. I mean, major and minor in the same tune, even though it's a schmaltzy waltz. And then uh, McCoy and uh, John Coltrane, McCoy Tyner, turning it into two chords, basically, and just, why not? You know, music is music. Exactly, exactly, exactly. I mean, I hadn't really heard of, I hadn't really heard of, um, Matthew, before you know, um, you know, I got asked to play play with him. I mean, I, I kind of heard of him, but I went, never sat down and listened to his music. And I mean, the girlfriend record was a turning point for him because he really kind of, you know, just you know, came up with a, an incredibly great record. You know. Yeah, yeah. And speaking of which, did you dig that uh, footage I found of uh, Eric oh, yes. and John Coltrane yes. and people? It's like seven minutes of these guys playing with no sound, but you can it's- you can feel it. <laughs> It's pretty wild. You kind of can't stop watching it. And Eric Dolphy as well. Like his hands are all over that horn. Yeah. And it's like they're flying all over the place. It's like it's like he's playing a guitar or something. It's like you know they're just moving here and there. And it's like you got to you know. I wish I knew what he what he was doing, but that well, makes it more like I said more compelling. You know, it's great. Well, you know, I'm on my eighth book now, the Ben Ratliff one. Uh, all these books on John Coltrane, and his big inspiration was birds. He grew up in Watts. His daddy built a prac pad for him in the backyard and i guess it was the birds and he says that their intervals are a little different than ours huh <laughs> yeah it's a trip we lost him way too he didn't know he had diabetes you know wow terrible very sad look we're at the end of the second hour february 15 2023 special guest i have a julian hold tight for our three february 15 2023 third hour watch for pedro show Oh, mm-hmm. 
It was a tide brighter in the attic. Tide brighter in the attic. And I would have liked to own but I guess I've always known it. I've never had it. What can you do? What can you do? What can you do? She evaporated in a crackle of static. Oh, yes, I see it now. Oh, yes, I see it now. Oh, yes, I see it now.
of all ladies down in the dirt for the night. Hell away with God to flirt. Hell away with God up the bus. So I, I pulled down my pants with a three-seat side.
Watt for Pedro Show. Start off the third hour with uh, Ivan Julian with Alondro Escovedo. This can't be Julie's song. This can't be in parentheses, people. Chip came in after that. He was in a band with Alejandro called uh, Rank and File with his brother Tony. Pancreatic cancer got his brother. God, like in a couple months, really quick. It's terrible. Pop becomes art, becomes pop. Chip Kimmy, he's doing uh, synthesizer music now. No more guitar. Eugene Chadbourne, he's still on guitar. Shreve's Heaven. Maxine Funka after that, Blight and Rock. Head Boggle with Scene Change. Damon Smith and Pandelis. Karyorgis, something stern underfoot. And finally, Richard Held. Voidoids with She'll Be Coming for Dennis Cooper. For Dennis Cooper, people in parentheses. I don't know if she's coming for Dennis Cooper. <laughs> 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 that was... What was that? What was? Uh, do you remember when that was? That was in the... Let me think about that. Um, early 2000s, I think. Richard needed some music for this... Um, the this, um, thing he was doing for Dennis Dennis Cooper, and um, he like had an art nothing... thing or something, huh? An art art artistic thing or? It, I, I think it, the the proceeds went to, to some kind of benefit or something like that. Okay, yeah. Um, and he, uh, he came to me, and I had this piece I'd been playing around with um, that was actually kind of Middle Eastern sounding because uh-huh. I, I I copped it from the guys from Yemen at my bodega, you know. Ah. Um, <laughs> so Respect. I. Yeah, and it, there's saz on it, this like Turkish instrument and all that. So I played it for him, and, and surprisingly, he liked it. And then he started, came up with these lyrics for it, and there you have "She'll Be Coming." <laughs> Whoa, yeah. Do, do you got any thoughts on, on Tom? You, you've heard about Tom, right? Of course, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, I, I didn't know Tom at all. I think over the years, I mean, I know I was closer with Richard Lloyd, but I mean, um, you know. Um, I'd probably two or three words spoken to him the whole time, but I, I found myself, you know, surprisingly sad about the whole thing, of course, because, you know, it's like one of us has gone over to the other side, yeah. you know, and I, and I remember seeing him at CBS, you know, early on playing with television and stuff. And I, I found it, it was sad, you know, yeah. um, you know, and I, you know, I called Richard about it and, you know, he was kind of, he was upset as well. You know, Richard sent me a picture on his B date. He's looking good, man. No, Richard looks great. In his seventies. And, and especially for the, some of his years were not the healthiest, maybe, but man. Well, most of most of his years were not the healthiest. <laughs> but he's, he's really in good shape. He's in his seventies now, man, and he's kicking like Kango. So, I know he looks great. Yeah, he does look really respect. great. You know, him and Tom moved to New York together, right? Like nineteen seventy or something. He told me. Yeah, I think it might have been even late sixties. Yeah, okay. I mean, so they they go way back. He know? told me sometimes the landlord didn't come for the rent. It was like twelve bucks a month or some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, good old. I mean, days. he had, he had a, a special situation. Well, I don't know if that's the same place he's living in now, but yeah, he had a special situation. Like Second Street, and Mark, uh, St. Mark's, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of the East Village was like that. It's kind of, you know, you paid when you could, and you know, if they tried to raise your rent to sixty bucks, you, you had a fit. You know. <laughs> <laughs> what about this tune, the beat? That's from a band called The Nuns. Now, the oh, Nuns that's was, Alondra was in that band. 
Alejandro was in that band. Yeah. Alejandro's all over the place. So yeah. I, I, I had I had the single, the seven inch on my shelf for years. And I, I love it because it goes from E to B flat, which just kind of blows my mind. Um, and um, yeah. And then, so I said, OK, if I ever do a solo record, I'm going to put this I'm going to record this. And, and, and I did. And, it, you know, it's, it's an amazing song. I love it. Wow. Yeah. The nuns. They were, you know, they had a much big, well, New York had the biggest scene, of course, but then the city had the next one. The Hollywood scene was so tiny compared to both scenes. And, uh, no, true. But then drugs, like, wiped their scene out big time. Ours, too, it hit hard. Uh, anyway, I want to play the beat. <laughs> Walk 
The pop dimension of the nihilist roll. The pop dimension of the nihilist hole. The pop dimension of the nihilist roll. The pop dimension of the nihilist hole. The roll, the hole, the roll, the hole will. Well. dimension of the nihilist role slash hole where people pour ink over people spilling blood people pour ink over people spilling blood killing people cutting records killing people cutting records topping the hit parade topping the hit parade and the most wanted list at the same goddamn time the most wanted list and the hit parade are topped at the same goddamn time
every child is still in need To take the last of mother's needs That's why you gotta be constricted You gotta be constricted You gotta be For Pedro Show, last music for this edition. Jet Chunk Music Star with Ivan Julian doing Nun's Tune, the beat. Dumbass Youth after that with Hole slash Roll. Uh, Jean Marc Montera and Tala McDonald's with Duo Perlelo, number three. And then finally, Constricted, Ivan Julian. Constricted, Enlightenment Side. You there? <laughs> yeah, I'm here. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah. Enlighten us to constrict. Oh, it just means you got to be ready, man. You got to be ready. You know, it's just the things uh, you'd be here and listen to the, the lyrics. You just got to be ready and, you know, be constricted and ready to strike in case someone strikes you. Ah, oh, like all coiled up? All coiled up. Yeah. No, no, no relaxing, unfortunately. Yeah, you know? yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I think as like we get less younger... One of the things is try to stay flexible, right? We don't want to get stiff. But no, but you got you never know when it's coming at you, so you have to still retain a bit of that. You yeah, know? yeah, you, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I mean, and you know, it's it's a song. It's fun. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> Self defense is no offense, people. Don't worry. <laughs> exactly. And, and what's your plan now? My plan is um, this week I'm going to Chicago to play the record release show for Swing Your Lanterns, a new record. Hear that, um, people? This place, week it comes out, Swing Your Lanterns. Yeah, at a place called Space in Evanston, which is in North Chicago. Right. Uh, uh, then um, I come back to New York and um, we play um, Union Pool okay, oh. um, uh, in Brooklyn. And um, we're doing a record release here. <clears throat> and um, then after that and during that, I'm searching for a booking agent to put us on tour. Yeah. Okay. Who's that? Who's in the band now? Um, uh, uh, Some people you may know, some people you may not. I mean, uh, the band is called, by the way, the Magnificent Six. Magnificent Six. So it's a sextet. Yeah. Yeah. Well, exactly. Well, yeah. Yeah. Septet, actually, including me. Um, But but I call them the Magnificent Six because they're they're just such incredibly great musicians, you know. And I I mean, when they play the songs, it's just I'm just humbled. I realize, God, this is great. I'm the worst musician in the room. You know know what, though? I think that's smart. That's what Miles did. He knew how to right. A guy with an ego is going to pick guys lamer than him. So he looks big. But a guy like Miles, no, I'm going to put great guys around me. Yeah, yeah, it sounds better, you know. Then you'd have to worry. Then you could, you know, mess up all you want, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and they're doing it. But, but did, anyway, didn't uh, Miles know how to put together bands? So I think that's one of his greatest talents. 
Yeah, yeah. He would, and people would wonder, like, you know, why are you having an electric guitar and why are you doing this and why are you doing that? Michael Henderson, right? Exactly. He gets, he gets, yeah. he gets Stevie Wonder's bass guy from the Apollo, but that guy's great. Yeah, exactly. Boop, boop, exactly. Boop, 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 boop. He turned into a disco singer after that. Really? Wow. Yeah, yeah, in Europe and stuff. And but I'm a big fan of his his playing on bass. I mean, Dave Holland's great too, but that Miles could see the beauty. You know, he, he he just knew how to pick bands. So how do yeah. you find these cats, Ivan? Well, a lot of them are on the record, you know. Like I said, I had people come in and and play, and they were crazy enough to come out and, and play with me. Because we've been playing for about a year now, like every month or so at like City Winery and places like that, you know, just to kind of keep sharpen our teeth. And um, like, like I have Steve Goulding on drums. Yep. He, used to play, he used to play with Roxy Music. I have yep. Jared, Jared Michael Nickerson on bass. That yeah. plays with you. Do you know him from um, um, uh, Burnt Sugar Orchestra? Yeah, I know. I have, yeah, I have, I have James funny. Mastro on the second guitar. You know, that plays with um, Ian Hunter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of people there. You know, Ian's there's still a, playing, huh? That guy's in his 80s. I, I think he's kind of winding down, but okay. yeah, it's like he's he's definitely you know, um, yeah, yeah. He's 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 it's, it's amazing. It's and who's amazing. the other cat? I, you got you got another guitar. You got a drum. You got a bass. You got yeah, okay, yeah. I got Al Matty from Chicago. Um, he's he's on the second gu- guitar, actually mainly keyboards, which um, he, he hates me for, but he's a great keyboard player. Okay, you know, and, I, and I, he goes, "When am I going to play some guitar?" Well, he plays a guitar on one song called "Tell Me Lies" acoustic, though. It's just he's amazing. And then there's uh, Debbie Schwartz and Judy Van Nock that sing back up with me. Oh, so that's great. that's that's you know, so that's the the full band, you know, and um. They make they make the album come to life because I'm trying to perform this as it is on the record, you okay. know, to get that feel, you know. Right. So, you, people, any agents out there, you got to give Ivan a ring, ding, dingling. Give me a ringy ding, so, you know, so we can I can run around in a van and freeze. But That's what you, I want to do. Do you have a Do you have a plan to record with this band? Well, like I said, a lot of them are on the record. Yeah, right. But I mean, the next time around, like you bring them in as a band. Because of that situation, you had to bring in things piecemeal, right? I would like to do that because nothing works better for recording than a band that's been playing together live. Yeah, you know, yeah. you know. Believe me. I mean, it's, yeah, yeah. So it's like it's it, it's it's half it's, it's half the the, the challenge is, is is done. You know, you're halfway up the hill. Yeah. You know, with the, everybody's playing together and they feel each other and all that. You know, and then um, you tell the rhythm section to do something and they go, "No, we don't want to." <laughs> <laughs> Well, look, when you guys, you get these guys, you corral them into the studio, man, and you get stuff recorded. Will you come back on the show and play it? We can talk about it? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll do. Yeah. We'll do. And, and tell me about your son coming down to SoCal, because I'd love to see him play. And, and you get out here, too, for sure. I'll be in the pit. Uh, cool. shit. <laughs> Even with the bad, fucked up knee. <laughs> okay, get, get, get back in the van. Oh, you know, they, they stole my van. 18 years. Really? She kept it safe. Yeah, right in front of my apartment. Man. Shit happens, that right? You cut out, cut out the catalytic converter. I got 10 uh, days later, and it's all destroyed. You know, that's what... Um, uh, that, that happened to Steve as well. Steve Goulding, they stole yeah. his car for the catalytic converter. Yeah. Evidently, there's platinum or something in there. Cadmium, roium, about $1,000 worth. Whoa. Yeah. Who, who are you going to sell it to? I can't. It's total. The insurance company's going to pay me for it total. No, I mean, if you steal this catalytic converter... I guess there's uh, unscrupulous rare earth people. You know, <laughs> obviously, well, right? They don't sell the whole catalytic converter. It's, it's the shit in it. 
Well, man, I, I know, but like that's so surreal. I know, you know, fucking dogs. Well, this one dude, he made a bracelet, a necklace out of a converter, and that's how the hombres got him. They have like six, seven, eight state ring. This guy wow. bragging about it on Ansonham. Yeah, look at my uh, catalytic converter necklace. Yeah. Wow, this is like something out of Soylent Green, man. <laughs> People, it's people. Oh, Edward G. Robinson's <laughs> last movie. I know, I know. Yeah. He died of a heart attack in the movie, but like he did later too. Right, you know? right, right. And the last scene is just seeing some nature, right? As he's dying, yeah. he gets to see some nature of film. It's been great talking with you again, Ivan. All every time, yeah. anytime. Please come back on. Okay, thank you so much, Mike. People, fifteen February, twenty twenty-three. Dishwap Peter, so keep powder dry.